Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hello, everybody. We have one of our dreamy McDreamy students on the show today, Kendallin Banks. She is a wannabe mermaid lightworker, sole proprietor of Sage and Sea Apothecary. She's multi-passionate. She believes in taking the holistic approach to self-care, and she's got some amazing natural products up in her shop, but she's also a pretty smart entrepreneur. It's true. We had her on the show to walk you through exactly what she went through from starting her Etsy shop to growing her product-based business and how she took Strategy Academy and what she was able to implement from that program and really start to see growth both personally and inside her business. We're talking about nurturing versus growth. We're talking about pivoting. We're talking about being a self-help junkie. We're talking about being multi-passionate. And we also, at the end, have a big, long tangent on meditation. So I think you're going to enjoy this episode. It's a really awesome look at a behind the scenes of what a student inside Strategy Academy goes through. So if this is something you've been considering, I would definitely have a listen. Hey, Kendallin, welcome to the show. Hey, Abby, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm pretty excited to be here, and I think you might be our first guest ever. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Oh, well, good. I'm glad, Emily. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I think Kindlin may be our first guest ever that has a secret desire to be a mermaid. <laughs> that is 100% accurate. It may or may not be in my bio online. <laughs> Yeah, I we need to buy one of those like crochet mermaid blankets. Do you have one? I don't, but I've seen them. That may be going on my Christmas list. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like it's a must. She, for those of you who haven't met Kindlin yet, she runs Sage and Sea Apothecary, and her stuff is like gorgeous Gorgeous and amazing. Gorgeous. I can practically smell it through the internet, and it smells so good. So I want to like take it back for people and really kind of walk them through 
how your business has grown and like the amazing journey you've been on because I've seen so much growth in you this year and I know that it the story goes back a little ways. So let's jump back a couple of years and really talk about the early days of running this side hustle. Yeah. So basically the gist and the story is that a couple of years ago, so this was in 2014, almost three years ago, about this time, I decided that I wanted to hand make some Christmas gifts for friends and family and, you know, went down the Pinterest rabbit hole and started trying to figure out what I could come up with. And I saw these really cool little gingerbread scrubbies to use in the shower and some solid lotion bars and thought that they would be super fun to make and they were pretty low cost. So, you know, keeping Christmas gifts reasonable for the amount of people that I wanted to give them to. And I've always been really interested in living a more natural life lifestyle with non-toxic products, non-toxic, you know, beauty and home and organic everything (laughs) that I can afford. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I already was had an interest in that. And that came about several years ago when I was in college because I was dealing with some health issues related to IBS and stress. And so, you know, as I got to to explore more of the healthy lifestyle, healthy eating, it just kind of naturally led into the the healthy beauty products and bath products. So I thought that it would be a really fun project. And I I made them, I gifted them, they were really well received. And I've never, you know, had any sort of, well, previously had any sort of desire to own a business or run a business, like zero inclination. But for whatever reason, it just sort of really sparked that in me and lit me up. And I started exploring. I was already an avid customer on Etsy. So I said, why don't I just open an Etsy shop? Because obviously. (laughs) Because duh, why wouldn't you? So isn't that how every product-based business starts these days? Right. (laughs) You know, I didn't know a whole lot about the shop owner end of things, but I read a lot on Google. I got interested in a gentleman who runs Etsypreneurship. So I started reading his books and just seeing what really goes into having an Etsy shop. And I set myself up pretty legitimately from the beginning. So I got, you know, a a tax ID number for my business, set up a business banking account. I wanted to make sure that everything was kept separate so that I could track it a lot easier. And then I got really hung up on, you know, the name and the branding and it just kind of eventually fell into place and has sort of just stuck ever since. And I feel like now it fits more than ever. But I opened up shop in February of 2015, and I was also working at a fitness studio at the time called Mind Body Bar, which is local to me in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And they have a very holistic approach on your physical well-being and how it's connected to the emotional well-being. And so my products fit really nicely there because it was like lavender room sprays and aromatherapy and bath salts Mm -hmm. and things like that. So it was you know, pretty much awesome to be able to target my ideal customers while also, you know, I was teaching there as well. So a lot of people knew who I was and sort of saw this, this new business and got on my mailing list. And so it was actually kind of awesome because initially a lot of my followers were people I actually had relationships with in real life, which made it a lot easier. You know, it's like I was talking to people who I actually knew. It also made it a little bit scarier because it's like, holy crap, you actually (laughs) know me. But 
do you still yeah. like me? Do you like my things that I'm selling? <laughs> but yeah, it just sort of took off from there. And I really just focused on the products. And then a couple of months later, in the summer of 2015, my now husband, boyfriend at the time, and I found out we were expecting, which was completely mm-hmm. shook my world upside down. And I really decided, you know, started thinking about what do I want my life to look like after baby and like as we start a family together and how I have a day job that I I do like, but this was just, it it was like all consuming and I I couldn't stop doing it. So how was I going to balance having a new baby, you know, and then we ended up getting married that year. So having a husband, we also bought a house. So Mm -hmm. upkeeping a house, it was a lot of change in one year. And during that time, I definitely put my business on the back burner and kind of let my people know, hey, this is what's going on. You're not going to be seeing a whole lot from me. But they were totally awesome and understanding. And once the dust sort of settled and we went into the holiday season of last year and, you know, I feel like the new year, like January is always a time that I'm very reflective and kind of what do I want to make my focus on this year? And for me, it was community. So I really started putting myself out there and trying to find tribes of women to talk to in the business realm because I didn't have a lot of business owner friends. And as you ladies know, it's a lot different talking to someone who runs and owns a business than it is to friends who don't. Yes, a thousand percent. I'm like so glad now basically my only friends (laughs) run business. Are all online. (laughs) Yeah, it it does make it a lot easier. So, you know, I got involved in a few communities. And then I was one of those people who somebody randomly posted about Trello for business in some Facebook group. And I was like, what the F is this? Let me go check it out. (laughs) And got totally sucked into your sales funnel and have bought like everything since then. (laughs) Well... Oh, darn. (laughs) It was really amazing because I feel like, you know, I had no, I don't have an MBA. I had no business experience, no business background. So for me, you know, early this year, I decided that this, you know, this isn't a hobby. This isn't something that's going away. This is something that I want to be sustainable and profitable so that I can, you know, do something that's fulfilling for me, serve other women and you know, take care of my family. So basically, that's mm-hmm. that's why I decided to invest in myself and my business. So even though it meant going in the hole a little bit initially to invest in some bigger programs and offerings, it was totally worth it because I just feel like I have learned so much and I'm still continuing to learn. But it's just, it's amazing to see the shift between, you know, find the teachers that resonate with you and actually getting the information that you need to propel yourself forward in your business. Well, and I love hearing all of that mapped out like that because it wasn't like you were coming, you know, with a totally blank slate. Like you had the products and you knew they were going well and you knew who your ideal audience was and they were available to you. But there's still that just, and I feel this so strongly, like so many of us still feel that lack of support and that lack of community, like you were talking about, of other people who just get it. And it's almost one of those things where it's like, okay, I know I'm going to learn something from, you know, the people that I'm choosing to invest in, but I'm also going to get like access to friends and (laughs) business sisters and all of this other stuff, connections that helps us all kind of like go through this hard shit. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And for me, so 
my accountability group from the Strategy Academy program that I, so I think this was back in June, maybe that that started. Mm-hmm. We are still like BFFs. We have online dates. Yay! I'm part of the French Toast Mafia group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, it's just amazing what those friendships have been able to do for me, especially because we're all in different areas of business. Some of us are product-based, some of us are service-based, a couple of us are actually both. And just the feedback that these women have been able to provide me with and the sense of community and sisterhood. And, you know, today we were literally on Slack planning our virtual Christmas party and how can we do Secret Santas because we are just, oh yeah, my like, God, I yeah. But truly, like, I'm just so grateful for these women. And that's honestly just made part of the biggest shift for me is, you know, Jessica Ely is really prevalent in in the TCC community. And I've worked with her privately. She's incredible. She's that amazing human being. And she really, I mean, she gives so much value to everybody. She's always willing to help out and, you know, step in and stop you from sabotaging yourself. So that for me was also part of the missing piece, like the therapy sessions in your programs and having people like Jessica available to us to walk us through when we're getting stuck and when we're feeling overwhelmed. And yeah. that's also what my accountability group does for me. Like just this morning, I was kind of having a yeah. panic attack about something and I just stepped in there and was like, hey, this is what's going on. And I don't feel like I have to filter myself. I can be completely honest with these women and know that they're going to be loving and supportive and there for me and tell me to, you know, shut the fuck up because I'm being stupid in a very loving way. Exactly. And also like (laughs) running ideas by them, you know, it's just this little mini mastermind. And I know that you guys have talked about that a lot and had people on who have talked about that. It is truly such an incredible piece to the puzzle of running a business. I think like running a business is like, I feel like 80% mindset and like 20% yes. doing yes. the job. I mean, so much of it is convincing ourselves that we're capable or that we're not like fooling everyone and like getting over that weirdness. Like there's so yeah. many people, I feel like, especially who come into Strategy Academy where I was like, they're amazing. Like they're already doing incredible things. Uh They just needed someone to tell them that they were capable over and over and over and over again until like they beat in the, their head enough that they like actually started Mm -hmm. believing it. And then once that belief in ourselves comes about, I feel like so much can change for people. Mm -hmm. So talk to me a little bit about Once you kind of had that mindset shift, and obviously things are going to sneak in every now and again, but once you kind of really started taking yourself seriously, not just the business, but yourself, what things started happening for you? So I also decided to pivot a little bit in my business. Probably, I think when I started some of your programs, I had that inkling in mind, but I wasn't quite ready. I wasn't quite there. I didn't really know what it would look like. It was sort of just percolating in the back of my mind. And a lot of the work that I've done, I've dealt with a lot of kind of personal shit, you know, for the last couple of years, family and just crazy drama and trying to keep myself in a, in a good place mentally and physically. And so I'm, you know, a self-proclaimed health self, <laughs> self-help chunky, and I'm super into, yeah. you know, all of the personal development type work. So diving really deep into that, 
it just made me realize, you know, I, I was seeing women who feel overwhelmed and stressed and sad and depleted and coming out of that for me was huge. So it definitely made me realize that I have value to offer people in those sorts of situations and to help hold their hands to get over that hump and to, you know, start living a life filled with meaning and and magic. And yeah. so for me, I've been into yoga and meditation and a lot of that kind of hippy dippy stuff for several years. And especially after becoming a mom, your time is so precious and it is so important to consistently make yourself a priority. So in addition to focusing on my business, I was doing a lot of my own personal work because I didn't want to lose myself in motherhood. I still wanted to be my own individual and set a good example for my son. So, you know, with that, it was a lot of reflecting on how am I going to make this work? How am I not going to, you know, just be completely run down all the time? And and that the burnout is is a very real thing. Yeah. So yeah. I I'm also a Reiki energy healer. And that was something that I've been kind of gravitating back to after some time away from it. And for me, everything just honestly sort of organically fell into place. So the studio that I used to teach at, I, I took a very long break from that. And they had kind of a, a Reiki practitioner on call. And she recently moved to Hawaii. Poor her. Jen, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Oh, Hawaii. But yeah, so she moved away and they basically asked me to step up and kind of fill her shoes. And so it's, you know, honestly, I think putting the intention out there that I wanted to serve in a bigger way, like I really believe in a lot of that that mindset work and, you know, just, you know, being truthful to yourself and in touch with your intuition and letting that sort of lead some of the decisions that you make in life or all of the decisions you make in life and in business. So Really, I don't even necessarily yeah. know the answer to that question because stuff just kind of started happening. It was like a snowball effect. Well, and I think that's how it feels when you're armed with the confidence and tools for success. It begins to look like, well, those things just fell into place. But it's when we constantly live in that season of hustle frazzle and that season of doubting ourselves and that season of like, I don't even think all of this is going to work that we don't see those opportunities as opportunities. We either don't see them at all or like people literally won't approach us because every time they hear from us, we're stressed out and overwhelmed and not like welcoming in those things into our lives. And so I think it feels like that, but like you were very much prepared to say yes to the right opportunities because of the foundations you were laying, because of the systems you had in place, because of everything else. It's just hard, I think, now on the other side to be like, oh, that yeah. was the exact I just thing. literally wrote an Instagram post pretty much exactly saying that, like talking about the golden opportunity <laughs> and being awake to your life and noticing that yes. that those those things are happening and those doors are opening because a lot of times we're living so blindly we're so busy we're so in touch with the internet and social media and everybody else's lives that we forget to check in with ourselves and so for me that's really important and that's yep. one thing that I I really want to help other women experience yeah well i want to go back to you briefly mentioned the therapy sessions that we include in strategy academy and we don't talk about this a lot and we don't really even highlight it that much when we're promoting the program because it feels like one of those like people won't see the benefit or know the benefit until they go through them. So as someone who's gone through them and 
saw them being beneficial to your growth and your movement inside the program. Can you talk a little bit more about what those did for you and why you think they're so So important? I think part of the draw for the program in its entirety for me was that there's strategies, there's tech solutions, and then also there's that mindset piece. And I think that, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And you guys were really really real in those therapy sessions. And you're like, hey, this stuff happens to everybody. You're not special in this regard that like you're struggling, you know, (laughs) you're not the first and only ever person to lose your shit. Like, it's okay to have down days and to doubt yourself and to feel like an imposter, you know, and I think we all constantly need that reminder that we're not alone and, and that sense of community and it's so important. And also seeing that obviously you've both made it to the other side and, and also the reminder that as you pivot and as you grow in your business, stuff's going to keep coming up over and over and over again until you really Mm -hmm. truly deal with it. So for me, it's just, it was almost just like a, a very reassuring because it's like seeing two super successful women running a successful, successful business. And like, you're not perfect. You know, you're really, really honest. And I mean, you are, but you know, (laughs) but truly, like, it's just, I think it means so much to know that you, you really do understand the struggles that entrepreneurs face. And they're definitely different than people in the corporate world or people, you know, working a traditional day job, but you've been there, you've been through pretty much all of it. And it's, it's just amazing for those of us who are going through it for the first time to, to hear that and understand that. I just got so tired of hearing people be like, if you just implement the strategy, then it's going to be great. And that's just one piece of making a successful business. Like there's a lot of shit that you have to actually recognize about yourself and your audience and the things that you're going through in order exactly. to see the success. No, also like talk about like, being that overwhelmed like I feel like so many people just assume that Emily and I got a free ride to where we are and like you know we didn't know anybody like I mean so many so often people are like it's all about who you know not what you know well I mean yes to an extent but we didn't know anybody so we had to figure out how to get to know people I still don't That's know true. anybody but like we I still feel like we're just in our little bubble over here in Kansas City and I'm like no one knows who we, we just, are I don't know we anybody We just worked really hard and so I think I think other people can relate to that because mm-hmm. you know they're just a person sitting behind their desk in a city somewhere. I'm just a girl standing in front of all of these other girls saying, you can have a successful business. <laughs> well, I think That's too, how the line goes, there's right? so much so. truth to that. And also, you know, I'm a solopreneur, so I don't have, I mean, I, I have now my accountability group who I found through that program, but I didn't really right. have anybody before. And having just somebody in your ear telling you that it's going to be okay, you know, mm-hmm. You just brush yourself off, pick yourself up, mm-hmm. like not over, you know, keep going and having that yeah. positive reassurance that, you know, hard things happen to everybody. And it doesn't mean that you should go out of business. Doesn't mean you should give up. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? 
I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Well, beyond the like self-help part and like the getting in the mindset, I also know that you implemented a bunch of stuff based on the modules, like tactical, like I took the strategy, ran with it. So talk to me a little bit about some of like the favorite takeaways you had inside Strategy Academy and what you were able to implement. Well, do you have like 10 hours? Because... <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I think for me, I had started my Squarespace website earlier in the year this year, and I was still super new to it. I have a tiny bit of web, you know, development experience, but not a lot. And I had no freaking clue how to write an about page. So, you know, it definitely walked me through how to use your website as a tool and almost like your employee, like walking them from page to page to page, like that strategy alone was just so helpful for me because, you know, it really made me see the value in having a good website and easy to find things on it, you know, especially as I was trying to figure out how to add services into my, you know, the products that were already there. So that was great. And it did help me with my messaging on my about page, which I'm sure still needs tweaking, but whatever. Perfectionism is not going to stand in my way of putting myself out there. So there was that. Exactly. Also, the opt-in like a boss was a bonus for that. And for me, I've always struggled in the on the product side because I was like, well, all I can offer is free shipping or a coupon. And then I had all these random people, another synchronicity, like all these people just approaching me being like, how do you meditate? How do you do this? How do you do that? And I was like, well, clearly I can make an opt-in out of this. So I used Canva mm -hmm. with some of Nicolette's tutorials to create a little meditation 101 opt-in that I have linked on a lot of my blog posts and in certain areas. So I, I do still offer some coupons, but that was just to help me brainstorm other options and to also, you know, as my business grows and evolves, mm -hmm. what else could I put out there that's going to be valuable? And and talking about it as a serious thing, like how you guys use the example of your biz on autopilot, like you treat that page like a sales page, you know? You are really showing up yes. for your customers and providing value with that free opt-in so that you can get their email and grow your list. So that was really helpful. And then yep. also the pivoting, there was a module in there about pivoting to passion. So how to kind of craft your new pitch and getting, this is key, getting comfortable believing in yourself and your messaging, even if you don't truly believe it quite yet that was huge for me. Just like, because yes. I, I almost felt like a fraud when I'm like, Oh, I can help you with all these things. And I'm like, but I haven't done it before. But does uh -huh. it really matter? No, because I could but I do want it. To, and I know that I can. Exactly. Yeah. So that was great. And also realizing that you don't have to start from square one, that you can make subtle shifts and tweaks to leverage your previous experience without starting from ground zero. And also with that, yes. knowing when to say yes and when to say no. And that's a huge one, I think, because <laughs> especially as one. like little baby businesses who maybe, you know, for people who aren't doing this full time yet, we think that we have to say yes to everything because otherwise it's going to be a missed opportunity and nothing else is ever mm -hmm. going to come our way. But if you don't say no mm -hmm. to things, you're not going to be able to say yes to those bigger opportunities. So I really like to use my my intuition yep. and those sorts of yep. decisions. Like, does this feel good to me? Does this light me up? Does this actually make sense financially as well? Yeah. Well, I think if we stop treating those, like, especially when we're new, like, I feel like we treat them as like scraps, like everyone's throwing us scraps and we have to say yes to all the scraps because we're starving down here and we need to say yes to all of the things because they might lead to the next big thing for our business. And if we stop looking at those opportunities, like being thrown scraps and really be the boss of our decisions of how that 
saying yes to that decision is going to affect our business, good or bad, then I think it empowers us to exactly. make better and, and more strategic And for me too, I know, I know the Money Making Creative wasn't part of that program, but we did still talk a bit about mindset, money mindset. And for me, one big thing I did at the beginning of this year was I raised all of my prices on my products, every single one of them. Some of them almost yes, pretty girl. much double or triple. Because I realized that I was just trying, I kept them low because I was trying to be competitive on Etsy, but it's the perceived value that, you know, I wanted. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, even if this is the minimum it, it takes to, to make this item, this is what it's really worth to me and to you. So mm -hmm. that was, was really helpful. Yes. And also in terms of the saying no thing, I'm sure a lot of other product business owners experience this, but I get emails and messages almost daily about sending people free shit all the time. And at first I would feel guilty mm -hmm. for saying no. And then I was like, why do I have to say yes to all these people wanting free stuff? They don't even, they address me as my business name, not even my actual personal name. I'm like, if you can't take the time to go to my about page and actually look up my name, please just go away. Yeah. So I, <laughs> Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> well, dang it, Kendallin, because I was going to ask you after owner. this podcast if you'd mail me some stuff. <laughs> Actually, I will. Dear shop owner. I would not mind, but. <laughs> it's pretty insane. And, you know, the whole like, hey, I'm an Instagram influencer and can you send me? Some people want free stuff and want you to pay them to post. And I'm like, I uh, no, nope. Nope, not doing it. Sorry. I'll do my own PR. Not today. Not yeah. Today. And for some people, right, that right. might make sense, you know, but for me right now, right. it doesn't. So it's constantly reevaluating mm -hmm. those types of strategies for yeah. when they make sense in your business because, you know, and that's what I love so much about the Strategy Academy because I know that as valuable as it, it was to go through the first time, the fact that I just have it there in my back pocket to go back to over and over and over is yes. just amazing. And I'm, I'm just so looking forward to that, yeah. just that continued growth and opportunity to, to dive deeper. Yes. Well, cause there are lessons that maybe don't entirely make sense right now, like growing exactly. a team for you and all of that stuff, but it's there for you. And I feel like being able to more than anything, we wanted to really empower people to be able to kind of see the future of what their business could be. And so you can start to lay the land now for those changes and be able to predict like, okay, here are the pitfalls that I might have. And here's what I need to look out for, even if it's six months or yeah, a year from now. Definitely. So you talked also a little bit about learning the difference between nurturing versus growing. So talk to me a little bit about that. So I think in the online industry, in the entrepreneurial realm, you know, every time you go on Facebook, you're slammed with ads about like, grow your list, have a six figure launch, you know, all of this stuff, which that's great. I'm so happy for people who can do that. But for me, I think for, for the longest time, I was so focused on the numbers, which are important, but focusing on how do I get them bigger? How do I get more followers? Because I know that for, for a lot of people and myself included, you know, you grow your, the dollar amounts you're bringing in per month grow exponentially, the larger your email list is. And it is a very important part of your business. However, right. one thing that I think I wasn't doing the best job of before was communicating to the people who were already there. So, you know, in one yes. of the modules in Strategy Academy, it was all about adding value and the free, free, free marry me method, which you guys talk about a lot. And I think for a while I was scared to just offer up free stuff, like free content, 
But I was just like, but no, this is how I'm going to position myself as an expert and how people are going to know that it's worth hiring me for my services. So basically, I started to just get really intentional about emailing my current list more, staying in touch with them, getting them the things that they asked for, like, how do I meditate? And Mm -hmm. also, I in adding my own website to my business that the, one of the important parts of that for me was to have total control. So in Etsy, you don't get to create a blog. You don't get to write about things other than shop updates, which are fine, but I wanted more. And I noticed too, that when I started talking to my audience in a different way and being, being really vulnerable, like I've written them. And even on my blog, on my website right now, like there's some, some really real stuff that's hard to talk about sometimes like lessons I learned from Mm -hmm. motherhood and, you know, some of the things that I've personally worked through over the last couple of years. And as as hard as it is to put it out there, those are conversations that aren't happening as much. Like these are my struggles. You know, everyone wants to focus on like, everything is so great. And like, this is how you make a million dollars. And there are hurdles to jump over to get there. So I want to share all of the, you know, that experience with people. And and truly, when I started putting those emails out there about you know, lessons I learned in motherhood and the horrible thoughts and feelings that I was having and feeling shameful for feeling them. People were like, oh my gosh, me too. Or, you know, I need to send this to my friend. This is going to help her so much. And getting that positive feedback really just made me want to keep going and and keep nurturing them and being Mm -hmm. there for them. Yeah. And what you hit is something we just talked about with someone yesterday about how it's not all just about like, go buy my soap. And that's That's what I sell and go buy these salts. And that's what I sell. How else can I serve you as another human being to help another human being? And if this is in my capabilities, because I know this is what my customer is struggling with, like, let me show up for you in that way. And that just creates such this valuable experience that no one can take from you. No one can duplicate. And then at the end of the day, it doesn't come down to how much anything costs. If that's what they're getting from you, if that's how you're filling them up then it's priceless. That's so true. And also part of why I struggled initially with the whole just like buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff was like, I felt like I didn't have anything to talk to them about because I wasn't willing to show up and and be vulnerable and transparent. Mm -hmm. And also, that's not an easy thing to do. And asking for the sale wasn't an easy thing to do for me initially either. It didn't feel good. But now I've sort of crafted my message in a way that hey, I'm telling you this story. Like recently, I, I put out an email about telling a story about how I I realized that I was creative. I told myself for the longest time, I'm not a creative. I'm not a creative person. I have no creativity. I have no skills. And it just, you know, as I stumbled upon or as what the right fit was found me, however you want to look at it, I tapped into my creative muscle and strengthened it and grew it. And I just told my story about that. And at the end of the email, I put in a product that I was like, this is one of my most favorite products to make because it makes me feel super creative. And I got a sale within like a couple minutes. And it was only one. But, you know, for me, that was huge, because I'm like, I have the power to craft an email telling a story, a powerful story that resonated with someone so much that they bought this thing. And that was like, oh, my gosh, like, I want to do more. Yes, yes. I love and it's therapy for you too. like getting the story out and sharing it and connecting. It's all good things. Well, I want to know more about, because I, I happen to know you're a little bit multi-passionate. Yeah. So we talk a little bit, or a lot of it, actually, 
about focus inside Strategy Academy. So talk to me about how you've really honed your focus and been more intentional with your time. This is a big one. This is like one of the biggest lessons I think that anybody needs to learn because even in some of the groups that I'm in, I constantly see like, well, how are people getting so much stuff done? It's because we're shutting everything else off and working in and on our businesses. So for me, I was totally addicted to the red bubble on my Facebook app and the emails coming in and you know, constantly checking in with other people and just feeling so frazzled and overwhelmed all the time by all of that information that I was ingesting. And like, I have to listen to every podcast episode and I have to do this and I have to do all the courses because that's going to be the secret sauce that's going to propel my business forward. When actually it was turning all of that off, sitting at my computer and like writing an email, writing a blog Mm -hmm. post, updating my photos on Etsy, actually doing the work. So you know, honing in on on one little thing you can mm-hmm. do a day or, or just a tiny because I do work full time in addition to this and have a toddler. My son is 18 months and running around like crazy all the time. Thank God, not right now at this moment. But, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just getting really intentional <laughs> about the actions that you're taking in your business. So, you know, I know some people hate to do lists and get overwhelmed by them. But I, I love Trello. Mm-hmm. And I love that if I don't get it done today, I just move it over to the next day's card. You know, it's really not the end of the world. But actually just yep. doing the things instead of, ooh, I got to go listen to this thing. Or also what I hate is multitasking, the myth of multitasking. When you're multitasking, you're just doing two things half as good as you could do the one thing. Yes. I say don't half-ass seven things. You just full-ass one thing. That's all. One but Yeah, I think my meditation practice has helped me (laughs) with that a lot because I do tend to let things creep in. But with that, I can, you know, I'm okay with the quiet. Mm -hmm. And I've always been an introvert and and also I just enjoy generally being by myself. So like sitting at my computer and doing work alone or in a coffee shop is where I want to be. You know, me too, girl. (laughs) Well, before I ask you another question, I want to insert this question. (laughs) Not that you can see what's in cue in my head, but we'll we'll, we'll roll with it. So talk to me a little bit about meditation, because I mean, it's not something we necessarily touch on at all. But I feel like you as the uh, woo woo guru around (laughs) here might um might have some advice because I do think it's I feel like this is a whole episode on its own teach me how to meditate because I I do not know how I want to so badly but I am like my even my therapist was like honey I wouldn't even try it you're just gonna stress yourself out (laughs) yeah I know so Tips for people who could maybe use that in the life. <laughs> the 32nd version of what we need. Well, there's lots of different types. So like I can't even really address the majority of what you just asked. It's a sure. very loaded question, Abby. So yeah. I don't think we have another, you know, 24 to 48 hours. But sorry, I guess the quick no. and nerdy version would be that, you know, <laughs> mindfulness is something that I try to really focus on just in my day to day life. When I'm with my son, I'm not constantly checking my phone. I'm present with him. You know, when I'm watching a show with my husband, we're not on our phones. We're watching it. And I know Abby does the, the same kind of thing in the, like her evening routine that I've heard her talk about before. So it's just about focusing, focusing your attention and showing yourself compassion and just 
being present moment to moment because I've totally struggled with undiagnosed anxiety, if you want to call it that. You know, I've never been medicated for it, but I have a lot of anxious tendencies. And for me, remembering that the world is not ending, that, you know, one thing I really like to ask Hmm. myself when I'm freaking out is, am I okay in this moment? You know, right now in this moment. Or another awesome quote that I tune into that I have actually on my bulletin board I'm looking at right now that is from Stephen Colbert, which when you hear this, you're going to be like, what the F? I remember from some interview, (laughs) I don't even know what magazine it was in years ago. He just said, in the line of eternity, what does this matter? And yeah, isn't that so good? Oh, Oh my God. I just got massive <laughs> chills. Through Nothing matters. <laughs> For me, that's what mindfulness is all about. It's like, all right, breathe. Like you're okay right now. And so when you're sitting yeah. in meditation, and there there are moving meditations and things like that. But for me, I just like to sit with my little crystals and my stones and my funky, you know, sage spray that I make and chill out with my salt lamp. Like I am totally in it for, you know, <laughs> for better yeah. or for worse. But That is, you know, for me, I like to do a little bit of mindful (laughs) movement through yoga and then sit with everything and like ask just it's about being curious and inquiring and it's your time to connect with your your inner GPS, you know, your inner compass, like, what feels good for me? You know, what is going on for me? Why am I feeling this way? Just really checking in with yourself because we're taught to check out of our Mm -hmm. lives basically from a really young age and and not go within and not follow our gut feelings. So that's something that I I feel really strongly about and really important about. So in meditation, you know, there are tons of guided ones, there are tons of great apps in the opt-in PDF I have on my site. I mean, it's basically like a step-by-step breakdown of of the how-to and and these are different options because I think it's not a one-size-fits-all. Like you have to find what works for you. There's so many different avenues. There's so many different, Mm -hmm. you know, ways to experience it and create your own practice. So that's one thing that I'm really focusing on now. I'm actually hosting through the your uh, burrito method. I'm very excited. I'm preparing my first online webinar for yes, yeah girl. in November. I don't know if this is airing before or after. Yes. That, but yeah, I just putting myself out there more to talk because like obviously this is the stuff that really lights me up. I'm super passionate about it and I want to share it with other people because yes. I know what an impact it can have individually and as a, a global community. Well, stay tuned for part two <laughs> where Kendallin teaches us all how to meditate. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, <laughs> Emily, just go ahead and yep, book I'm her for the book it right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my question for you before you like give some action steps, I want to ask really quickly for all those fence sitters listening to your episode, like, I don't know if I should do strategy Academy. I could maybe, no, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have? What's your PSA about that? So I say, just get the heck off the fence and dive in the deep end to the pool. It was life-changing for me in so many ways, not even just on the business front, but, you know, personally as well, like you said, with having, having people who believe in you and what you're doing and, and having them there for you every step of the way. So how often do you get a program where it's not just self-paced? Like, yeah, there is a self-paced option, but you know, if you, if you opt for the coaching, I mean, the community of women that you surround yourself with right from day one and all of the value provided mm-hmm. in the coaching calls, the ability to actually ask 
questions as you're going through the modules and as you're going through certain situations in your business is, I mean, I couldn't even put a dollar amount on that. It just was so, so amazing. Well, and here's a spoiler alert for Kendallin and people who are listening. There is only the coached option now. Everyone that gets coaching, including alumni. Forever. Banana pancake. What? <laughs> forever and ever, everyone gets coaching. Well, forever and ever until I retire. <laughs> yeah, I was like, forever and until I decide to not do it anymore. <laughs> But at least for the next year, for sure. Yes, so. yes. Once a month coaching for That's everyone. Awesome. But yeah, I just, I went through B-School this year and I love Marie Forleo, but I got so much more value out of the Strategy Academy. Like it was just, it blew my that mind. That means a lot. That means a lot. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. Talk strategy to me. Abby, you got something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to fill in on this. Okay, here we go. I got it. I got it. Okay. Over the next, you know, seven to 14 days, people who are like, okay, Kendallin, all that sounds great. You seem to have like really started to take your business seriously and like really put your focus there, even though you still have your full-time job and a freaking kid at home and all of this crazy shit. So actionably, what can people start to either ask themselves or actually implement in their day-to-day in order to start making that transition of, okay, even though it's still a side hustle, how can you start to treat it a little bit more I think seriously? investing in yourself is one of the best ways to do that. So, and also if, you know, you don't have a lot of experience like me previously with learning and knowing how to run a business successfully, that is, you know, reason enough right there. But in terms of, I get the overwhelm, I get the not having enough hours in the day, but you make time for what's important for you. So it's the carving out an hour or a half an hour every day on your calendar to go through, even if it's one 10 minute module at a time. Because I think too, so many of us rush through courses that we take online or never do them at all because we're so freaking overwhelmed. So when you're actually scheduling that into your calendar and making the time and investing in yourself in that way too, not just financially, that will help you move mountains in your business. Mm-hmm. I love it. That was great. How about you tell everyone where you can, they can hang yeah, out with you? Yeah, uh, we can hang out with each other. I'm mostly on Instagram. I'm obsessed with Instagram stories and the filters, like Halloween ones that are going on right now. They're ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm at Sage and Sea Apothecary. And then my website is the same thing, sageandseapothecary.com. I'm also there on Facebook. I don't hang out there as often. But yeah, those are all the places that you can find me online. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been such a blast. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. 
Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.